Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to your next Raw review. This is your Raw review for April 25th, 2022. And tonight was another night of returns. This was incredible tonight. Uh, Probably one of the better Raws that I've watched uh, of the year. Uh, it's funny, like we've gone farther out from WrestleMania and the Raws have gotten better. <laughs> um, the last two weeks have felt more like Raw after Mania than Raw after Mania did, which is weird. But this night was a lot of fun to watch. Um, but we'll just jump right into it. So tonight we kicked off the show. Celebrating the first 20 years of Randy Orton's career. And they had, of course, the fantastic videos um, showing, you know, the highlights from his career so far and, and whatnot. And, you know, as much as I love to give my guys over at Know the Ropes a, a hard time when it comes to Randy, um, there's no denying this man has done some incredible stuff in the business. And uh, I love that he's rejuvenated since joining RK Bro. And I look forward to seeing what Randy does for the next few years because he says he's not going anywhere. Um, so that's 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 good. Um, he's outlasted, you know, all the people that came around the same time as him. He, he even put out a statement saying that he's going to outlast Roman Reigns. Um, which I feel would be just another testament to to his career. Um, we all know Roman's eventually going to go to Hollywood um, whenever he decides to drop that title that he's going to hold on to probably until WrestleMania 40, um, but we'll see. <laughs> but the show um, kicked off, like I said, with, with Randy's um, celebration. Riddle in the ring with the rest of the... Uh, raw faces and some of the more well-known wrestlers out there and riddle introducing randy to the crowd crowd blows up randy gets on the mic for a little bit and then riddle says that he has a surprise for randy and randy doesn't like surprises as we all know but (laughs) uh but this one ended up being a good one it was the reunion that i expected maybe a little farther down the road but Cody Rhodes making his way out to the ring, uh, sharing an embrace with Randy, bringing back those legacy um, memories from times past. Um, We also then got (laughs) Seth Rollins uh, out uh, on on commentary, but sitting in one of the commentary chairs, making some comments that he probably should watch himself. (laughs) Um, cause Randy fans were, will go a little insane on him. Um, so Randy, obviously Seth's getting involved because of Cody. And then Ezekiel runs into the ring to introduce himself to Randy and Randy plays it so perfectly. <laughs> he's like, wait, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm Ezekiel. I'm Elias' younger brother. Oh, oh, nice to meet you. And, um, shook his hand. So I hope Ezekiel washed his hands afterwards. If you know, you know. Uh, after that, obviously, KO getting involved because KO is on this just warpath to say that Ezekiel is not real and that he that he is just Elias. Um, 
Then the Usos get themselves involved um, to run down Randy and uh, Riddle, uh, pushing obviously their match going at WrestleMania Backlash. And this first segment just ruled. It was fantastic. Um, it was topped off by Adam Pierce coming out, stating before we, you know, things get ruined here, we're going to make ourselves a main event. We had an eight-man tag that's going to be happening. It's going to be the Usos, Seth Rollins, and uh, Kevin Owens versus RK Bro, Cody Rhodes, and Ezekiel. That's a pretty good main event in my eyes, um, but we'll get to that in a little bit. We kicked off the in-ring action with our Raw Women's Championship matches, Bianca Belair defending her Raw Women's title in her hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee, taking on uh, Sony Deville. And of course, Sonia wielding her power like nobody else can. She gets herself counted out within like the first 20 seconds or so. Um, and then she grabs a mic and says, nope, there's water over here. It's slippery. Nobody could have made it back to the ring in time. This match is now no, you know, no count out. Okay, cool. Restart the match. Match goes on for a few more minutes, and then uh, Sonia tries to attack Bianca's hair, and we all know what happens when that happens. Sonia gets thrown over one of the barricades. She ends up grabbing a steel chair and hitting uh, Bianca in the gut with it. Calls for the disqualification. Sonia's like, no, no, no. Bianca started this first with her hair. It's an illegal object. I just even the odds, so we got to restart this match. It's going to be no count out and no disqualification. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then, of course, when she says it's no disqualification, she waves to the back, and Zelina Vega and Carmella come down to the ring. And this match is essentially a three-on-one handicap match. But Bianca Belair, being the EST of the WWE, she overcomes the odds in a very John Cena-like-esque manner, gets the KOD on Sonya, and gets the one, two, three, and retains her Raw Women's Championship. Uh, obviously, this didn't go over well with Sonia as she goes to the back uh, with Carmella and Queen, uh, Queen Zelina arguing with one another. Sonia blaming the both of them for it, and then rightfully, well, in her least in her eyes, slaps the ever living you know what out of both women, especially Carmella, knocking Carmella to the floor. And then you got Queen Zelina yelling at. at <laughs> And swearing at um, <laughs> at Sonia, and it's just yeah. So clearly, obviously, Sonia not very happy that the job did not, did not get done, but it is what it is. Uh, Veer was in action next against a local wrestler by the name of Sam Smothers, and I'm just like, oh, this poor, this poor, poor man. Smothers gets smothered and then gets choked out. Um, and Veer just continues to dominate. I like the fact that they're giving him these little squash matches to continue building him up as, you know, he's been gone for, you know, since the draft and been coming since October. So the man's still tired. So you need to give him some easy matches to work his way up. So it's fine. After that, we had uh, the arm wrestling match between Omas and Bobby Lashley, yes, I said it correctly, an arm wrestling match, which I'm sure this thing will get millions and millions of views on YouTube because these segments, for some reason, always draw people in. Normally, it's for the shenanigans that have happened afterwards, and shenanigans happened 
as Bobby Lashley actually defeated Omos in this arm wrestling match. Match, I see it with quotations, but Omos uh, wins the battle of the night as he uh, takes out Bobby Lashley and uses the the table that they used for the arm wrestling match as a weapon uh, to lay out Bobby Lashley. Uh, a challenge was then officially gra- uh, given um, a little later in the night by Omos. So it looks like we're going to have a rematch of WrestleMania at WrestleMania Backlash between Omos and Bobby Lashley. So we'll see what happens with that. After that, we had ourselves a, a great uh, backstage, I don't say montage, but it kind of was, um, with our truth Now, this man needs to be protected <laughs> at all costs. Our truth continues to just shine in any role that they put him in. He talks about being a guy, uh, being a couples counselor, uh, being certified in that and being certified as a referee and uh, using that to his, you know, best abilities as he was the special guest ref in a mixed tag match between Nathan Brooke and Reggie taking on Tamina and Akira Tozawa with surprisingly enough and i'm glad that this happened i I, i'd like someone i I have to go back and take a look akira tozawa gets the win on reggie i don't know the last time akira tozawa actually won a match like a full match not just like a 24 7 match when he's won a title but like a legitimate victory in a match uh so this was cool uh then of course 24 7 shenanigans ensue Everybody tries to pin Dana, including (laughs) R-Truth. And obviously, since R-Truth is an official, certifiable, uh, he's uh, he tries to count his own one, two, three, and Dana able to kick out and then escapes and screams at R-Truth, I trust (laughs) Adio. So it's, yeah. Um, It's some good stuff. I know a lot of people like to shit all over the 24-7 situation. And yeah, it's not for everybody, but come on. Our truth once again, doing his damnedest to make this thing worthwhile. So I'm I'm happy. Uh, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Uh, it's quick. It's not taking up a whole lot of time. You know, it's 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 quick and painless, at least for me, anyways. But after that, we got the return of big time Bex, Becky Lynch. Coming out to the ring, this woman looks like she hasn't changed since WrestleMania. Um, clearly distraught, very sad to obviously not have her title anymore. And so she starts talking about how she's hit rock bottom. And this is the lowest that she's ever been. It's been three years since anybody beat her for the raw title. And she doesn't know what to do with herself. But then she thinks about it for a moment and goes, hey, wait, if this is rock bottom, then all you know, all I can do is keep going up, and all of you are here for it. You're all gonna watch this lovely, you know, comeback story, etc., etc., etc. And then, as she's talking, a familiar sound happens, and I'm just like, wait, like subconsciously, my brain was just like, wait, what's going on? The Empress herself, Asuka, has returned to the wwe she's been gone i think since july of last year i think it's been a very long time but she is back she gets in the ring 
she tells Becky that she's going to stop her because Becky had said before that nobody could stop her on her ascent back to the title picture. And Oscar's like, well, no, I'm gonna, because as we all know, nobody is ready for Oscar. So <sighs> I'm all for this. Um, nothing I love more is a feud involving the women that does not rotate around the title, especially when you have people the caliber of Becky Lynch and Oscar. This feud is going to be fantastic. Um, so I very much look forward to see what these two ladies have to offer in the next, you know, few weeks, months, maybe. We'll see. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm very, very excited. And they did it once again. WWE loves to do the secret returns upon an advertised return. So keep doing it, guys. This is the stuff that I love so much. Um, and this was a surprise. Uh, apparently, this was discovered over the weekend that Oscar was set to return soon. Um, but I, you know, took a mental health break over the weekend and didn't really go on Twitter too much. So this was a complete surprise to me. So it made it all that much more enjoyable. I actually audibly gasped when I heard her music play. So I like it. It's the good stuff. So after that, uh, we had another fantastic promo in the back with Edge and Damian Priest. We now have a name for their faction. They are called Judgment Day. So I'm like, all right, so we're gonna just going to copy the pay-per-view. That's cool. No problem whatsoever with that. <laughs> uh, and Damian Priest was going to finish off his feud that he had with Finn Balor. And Finn tried his best. Priest does get the victory here. Edge very pleased at his ally or disciple or whatever you want to call him getting the victory over Finn. What's next for Finn? I don't know, um, but we'll see. After that, we had ourselves another episode of Miz TV with special guest, the new United States champion, Theory, because we can't call him Austin anymore because he got that stunned straight out of him. And so Miz doing his best to try to keep you know try to give advice to theory about you know what to do with champions and how people don't shouldn't just come out and ask for championship matches that they should earn their titles you know their title shots and i'm sitting here going yeah but you're spitting fats do you certainly how i feel about it too open challenges are cool but every once in a while it's nice to see people earn their shot at the championships and of course, as I'm saying this in my head, we get another return. And this one, I definitely not see coming. Mustafa Ali, I will say it again. Mustafa Ali has returned to WWE television, comes out to the ring, and just starts verbal warfare with both Austin Theory, oh, sorry, with Theory, and with The Miz. And uh, I got to give some kudos here to WWE for bringing up the real life stuff uh, with Mustafa Ali um, with him requesting to have his release uh, for literally taking his ball and going home. Uh, they both went after him about it and he just kind of sit there and he took it, but you know, it's kind of, he should have been obviously expected because come on, <laughs> he did. And, you know, I mean, I'll, God bless him for, for trying to stick up to his morals. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. But I was very happy to see him make his return. And he wants a match with Theory for the title. 
But instead, Dawson Theory himself, because now he has the stroke, apparently, uh, made a match between The Miz and Mustafa Ali. A lot of fun to watch. And Mustafa Ali gets the victory here over The Miz. So it looks like Theory has his first challenger lining up, or so we thought. Because as Ali is leaving the ring, he gets attacked by Champa. And I say Champa and not Tommaso Champa because WWE once again has done the shortening game. And uh, Champa is now just Champa. <laughs> so, but even still, when you have Champa and Ali going to be having themselves maybe a little feud. Uh, okay. Let's go. We then had an interview in the back with Rhea Ripley talking about what had happened last week when she attacked Liv Morgan after her match. And Rhea saying she's tired of being with partners who fail and uh, she's only caring about herself now. And she just wants to go for the go for the win, go for the titles. I'm here for it. Apparently, though, Liv is not as she violently attacked Rhea on the outside. Uh, I should say in the back. So clearly this feud is just starting and this is going to be a lot of fun to watch because these two are going to just tear the house down. And then our main event of the night, like I said, it was an eight man tag. It was Cody Rhodes, Ezekiel and RK bro taking on the Usos, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. Fantastic main event lasted like a good 15, 20 minutes. And at the end, as it should be tonight, Randy dropping the RKO on everybody, getting the win for his team, sending the crowd home happy. And like I said, real good raw tonight. So for the first time in a while, I put up a poll to see what you guys thought of raw. So please go to our Twitter at above the ring, vote in our poll. What did you guys think of Raw tonight? So far, I gave it an A personally because I thought it was a great show. Um, the A's are winning, followed by the B's. So the crowd seems to be happy with the show. Um, I obviously was included in that. But like I said, that's the show. It's a good show tonight. I look forward to seeing what NXT has. And uh, SmackDown later this week. Uh, the SmackDown study will return this upcoming Saturday Apologies for not having one this past week. Uh, just needed a needed a break. I'm sure uh, a lot of you out there understand the fact of needing you know a little time for yourself. And uh, while I did live tweet the show, I just was not able to put out a podcast for it, and that's okay. So that is it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter at Above the Ring. You can find us on Facebook at Ship It Above the Ring. You can find us on Instagram as underscore Above the Ring. And you can find us on YouTube as Above the Ring. I've done a lot of up the, uh, uploading as of late uh, on YouTube. So we do have a bunch of our uh, later shows on there now. Uh, episodes uh, 125 and 126 that came out yesterday. Uh, actually, that came out this morning. But came out on monday morning uh and i also put up the uh catch a few from above the ring episode three where i interviewed a couple of my classmates uh, we talked uh, wrestlemania and the best eras in wrestling so if you guys go ahead want to go ahead and 
take a look at those, you'd be much appreciated if you did. Um, but as for everything else, uh, if you want to follow me, you can find me pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast on basically every podcasting platform that is out there. If we're not on one that you listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. Though you can do all your one-stop shopping. You know, a little bedlam today from both the ring. Guys, thank you once again for listening. We totally appreciate you as always. Most importantly, though, please do not forget to ship it and join the bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason, and this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.